So I just got back from two days on a film set. It was on a location in a county fairground in South Jersey. It was really fun. While there, it hit me. I wonder if actors know the best way to make the most of their on-set experiences. Are there things that you can do while shooting a TV project or a film to make the booking successful and even fun? We'll find out on this episode of Casting Actors Cast. It's time for another episode of Casting Actors Cast, insights for actors from a casting director. Here he is, your host, Jeffrey Dreisbach. Well, hello and welcome to today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm Casting Director Jeffrey Dreisbach. Welcome aboard. Nice to see you today. I hope you're having a good day. I'm having a really good day. Like I said, I just got back from being uh, two days on a film shoot, and it was really so much fun. It was really great to be in that environment once again. It had been a little while since I'd done that, and this was so much fun. So I'm looking forward to sharing that experience with you. But first, this is that moment of the podcast where I simply get to say, Thank you for tuning in to Casting Actors Cast, and thank you so much for the incredible well wishes that I've received after I announced my 75,000 downloads of this podcast. I've heard from so many friends, so many people who are congratulating uh, for this milestone, I guess you could say. I'm just uh, really thrilled and delighted. So uh, it's so great that you are here. Hey, listen, if you haven't checked it out, I suggest you go to the website, castingactorscast, all one word, dot com. And there you're going to find all kinds of information about the podcast. But there's also a little form right there on the landing page that says dive into the talent pool. And if you do that, that's going to open up a whole bunch of additional kind of fun freebie things. Just simply give me your name and your email address. I don't do anything with that information other than maybe an occasional announcement about an upcoming podcast. But when you do that, there are some freebies for you. One is a book that I wrote about doing voiceovers work, about voiceovers work. Wow. Woo. Voiceover work called Conversation Pieces Out of the Studio, the Voiceover workshop for professional actors. Boy, I almost went blank there too. This is, this is going to be interesting today. Um, the other is a video that I put together. It's a 20 minute video called Casting Secrets, What They Don't Tell You. I think you're going to find that to be a lot of fun. Plus the top 20. Uh, podcast, patios, we call them podcast videos or patios. The top 20 are put together in a 20 page PDF so that you can have these, uh, these show notes from each of these podcasts. And that way you can have a comprehensive listing of the top shows that have garnered the most watches or the most listens. And so you can get this whole booklet of show notes if you like. All again, just free of charge. It's great that you are here. And finally, my shout out to my friends at Actors Connection. They continue to do their classes online. I suggest you go to actorsconnection.com slash New York. You can find classes with working professionals. So if you're interested in getting back into it, or it's been a little while, or maybe you're looking for something different for yourself, maybe it's a good idea that you want to start meeting some of these professionals within the industry. You can do this online no matter where you are. 
So that is actressconnection.com slash New York. All right, let's jump into the subject today, shall we? Of on-set etiquette. You know me, I love a good alliteration. <laughs> so it was really fun to be uh, watching the process of uh, filmmaking taking place in this uh, film that's shooting in South Jersey. I, um, I'm under the understanding that the film is going to go under a new name. So I'm not even going to mention the name of the film. I can tell you that there are some well-known folks that are participating in this film. And so that's kind of cool. But it was just an opportunity for me to really observe what the dynamics are especially in this new COVID environment that we're dealing with. And I didn't find a lot of um, changes. I didn't find a lot different than when I was acting on a regular basis. So I wanted to share a little bit about those things that I observed. And if you have not been on a film set yet, then you're going to find this, I think, to be valuable. If you've been on a film set, you might find there are some slight differences that you didn't think about. Um, so I think this might be useful information for everybody. If nothing else, I'll try to keep it entertaining. <laughs> I'll do my best to keep it fun. So before I get into the meat of the matter, just know that every shoot is different. Uh, different locations. There's a different energy on the set. Uh, every cast is different. Like I said, the energy on a set can really have an impact on the actor who's been asked to come in to play a TV or film role. So we know that there are going to be differences and your situation might be completely unique than the experience that I had. But you know what? I'm here to talk about some of the similarities, some of those things. So that said, there are some takeaways that you might find or consider when you find yourself in this situation. So here are some of my thoughts. First and foremost, and I know you've heard this, so it's not going to be a big surprise, but Make sure you are earlier than your call time. So you're given a call time, and the call time might be, oh, 6 a.m. Now, if you're not being given transportation to the location, then you're sort of on your own. Maybe you're driving, or maybe you have a way of getting to the set. But I suggest that you get there early, just like you would any sort of job situation. So if you can, it might be a good idea to arrive earlier than the actual call time. For example, I had a call time of 6.15 a.m., and the set was about 15 minutes away. So that means I needed to be there by 6 o'clock. And so I knew that I had to have coffee. <laughs> so I got up at 4.30 a.m. in order to make sure I was like feeling good, coffeeed up, little caffeination deal, and uh, showed up on the set 15 minutes before then. So 5.45. And you know what? That turned out to be a really smart move. And here's one of the reasons, other than being a very conscientious professional, the other was that there were... COVID protocols in place that needed to be observed. And one of them was before I was even even able to get onto the set, they had to do a COVID test just to make sure that I was fine. And every actor and every crew member goes through the same COVID protocol. So that sometimes, think about it, that might take some time. Let's say if you're doing some background work, for example, you know, there might be several People, There might be as many as 100, perhaps. So you need to follow the procedures that the film company is giving you. 
as far as COVID is concerned, which is a really good reason for getting there as early as you possibly can. I think that just makes sense. So follow the procedures that they give you. Try to be early on your call time. I think that makes sense. So the first thing that you might need to do, and you've been given this information prior to showing up, is report to wardrobe. Usually that's the very first thing on the list that the uh, project coordinator might be sending you an email and tell you exactly what you need to do. So follow what they're saying, but reporting to wardrobe is usually the first thing. And so when you show up to wardrobe, do yourself a favor and learn the names of the wardrobe personnel. Um, You know, they're going to be your best friends and your kindness and your familiarity with them is only going to help you when you need it. You want them on your side and they have a job to do. So sometimes it might feel like the atmosphere is very serious and intense. But bottom line, your pleasant, natural, kind self, learning their names, saying hello, introducing yourself, being friendly about the experience will make an absolute difference. So the next thing that will probably happen either at wardrobe or just before going to wardrobe is you might be given a production assistant, also known as a PA. It's a good idea to learn the PA's name and just be able to recognize them. I know that on set I was looking at everyone through a mask. They were looking at me through a mask. So I was wearing my mask and they were wearing their mask. But you know what? I decided I was going to really make an effort to not only learn their name, which is something I'm not like fantastic at. Um, you know, that's funny being in casting, right? I should be able to recognize. But when you're wearing a mask, there's a lot of information there that I'm not getting. So if you can become familiar with those folks that are assigned to you, like a production assistant, um, my production assistant, um, her name was Adrian, and she was very, very sweet, a very pleasant and very new to the industry. So she was excited to be on set as well. And I kind of, I really got into her energy. And she was so kind and very considerate and helped me go from place to place. So I knew that where I was going and that's what their job is. Their job is also kind of serious because when they're ready to shoot your scene, you need to be available. You need to be taken directly to the shoot location um, from makeup or from the the rest area or whatever. So being prepared um, is always a good thing, obviously, but it's that production assistant's job to make sure you get there on time and in an efficient way. Another suggestion is, if possible, you need to find out where the set actually is. And if you have the time, if you're not going right from wardrobe, right into makeup, right onto the set, you know, there's usually some setup time for the cast, sorry, for the crew to set up. So you might be able to find out where the set is. And you know what? If they're not actually shooting and you're able to, here's a little secret. I think it's a really cool idea to kind of scope out where the set is just so that you have some familiarity with that location. Now, listen, if they're already shooting uh, in that spot, in that location, and you haven't been called, you do not want to get in anybody's way. You sort of want to be that little, you know, that little fly on the wall kind of deal. So you want to kind of go um, very carefully and just observe the environment if you can. Because you know what? When you're asked to show up and you need to be escorted up onto the set, 
or wherever the set is, you'll be familiar with it before you actually get there. So there won't be any surprises and that'll increase your level of confidence and your comfort level as well. One suggestion I make, this is something I did really early on in my acting career, and that I decided I was going to make a game of every player, of not literally every actor, but everyone on the shoot. I decided I was going to see if I could figure out who they were or what their job was. That became useful because it became something that made me feel more comfortable being more familiar with each of those people have a unique and interesting job to do. And if you can make a game of it, I think you're going to find it to be a great kind of way to kill some time, especially because, you know, a lot of times on a film set or a television set, you're doing a lot of waiting. They're setting up lights or they're recalibrating whatever. There's sound stuff. There's equipment. There's everything going on. You might just have to be waiting around a while. So, kind of making a little bit of a game of those players, like the D DP, director of photography, perhaps the assistant director. Obviously, you want to kind of find out who the director is and is there a producer hanging around? Who's doing the sound? Okay, hint. You can tell the sound person because they're wear usually wearing headphones and walking around with a very long boom mic. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was just so kind of obvious, right? But then there's also like prop people. There's a continuity person, the person who's watching everything that's taking place, everything that's being shot, so that the setup of the shot is exactly the same for continuity purposes. There's a script supervisor oftentimes on set. There's the cameraman as well as the director of photography. You might see some stand-ins. There's electricians. There's grips. There's all kinds of people. And just simply observing the atmosphere while shooting is taking place is kind of like really fun to get into. Now, don't do that if you have a lot of words to say and you haven't put your time into learning your words. You know what I'm saying? Don't waste time. You must be absolutely professionally prepared to do your job first. But then if you make a game out of it, I think you're going to find it to be really, really helpful. Here's another suggestion. After you've kind of figured that out, you know where this set is, you get an idea of who the people are, then of course you must also, in addition, not in any particular order, but you need to seek out the other cast members. Whether they're shooting a different scene or whether they're in your scene that you're shooting, whatever it is, usually there's a holding area where all the speaking roles are kind of held together in a location. Um, it's right next to makeup usually or dressing or maybe there are individual trailers called honey wagons where the actors stay in. But you know what? It's not a bad idea to just keep your eyes open. See if you can spot other cast members. You know what? Don't be shy. Make friends. Generally speaking, every actor is sort of in the same boat. Now, some might have been on the set a longer time. Some might be well-known personalities or whatever. But you know what? It really behooves you to make a little bit of an effort to extend yourself a little bit, to say hello, introduce yourself, uh, let folks know that if this is the first day on the set, um, that you're excited to be there. Just making your presence known and available in a very kind of easy, pleasant manner is such a great first impression that you can make. And you know what? That will pay off for the rest of the shoot. That's going to pay off in the long run. 
Now let's move on from there. When it's time for makeup, you need to be ready to make even more friends because there's the makeup person, there's the assistants, there's the hair person. You know, they're there simply to make you look your best and their job is to fulfill the vision of the project through their lens. And so it might be a good idea to have some ideas about the way you see the character. Let the makeup and hair people know how you see your character. Maybe they already have an idea about what they're looking for, but your contribution um, and your willingness to be open to suggestions can make an excellent good first impression as well. I also just have a conversation about the shoot with those folks. Um, how's it been going? How have you been feeling? Has it been stressful? I know these are long days, right? Um, if you show some interest in their work, you will find that their appreciation falls back on you in so many different ways. It's just about also watching others in the process, whether it's other actors, what they're doing to prepare. Um, are you feeling prepared? Are you ready? You try on the clothes. You get approval for the clothes that you're wearing, either by showing up and saying hello to the director, or maybe uh, the uh, assistant will take you to meet the director of photography, or maybe they want to see what your clothes look like on set. So there's all kinds of different things that could be taking place before you actually start shooting. But just know that if you have not been given the call sheet, make sure you get one. Now, the call sheet is usually if you take a, a eight and a half by 11 piece of paper and you fold it in half the long way, that's the single page. So you'll, the call sheet literally is who's on the set and the sequence and order of the scenes being shot. Additionally, the dialogue that is being shot is also included on that call sheet. So when you get your call sheet, you're going to be able to take a look at it and say, oh, this is the sequence that they're shooting. This is the order of the scenes they're shooting. Oh, here's the dialogue that I'm going to be working on. Here's the stuff that I'm doing in the scene. Now, the chances are you've already read your script. You've probably worked on your words a little bit. So the call sheet becomes a really important tool just so that you have an idea about what's taking place. You don't have to spend time asking people about it because it's right there in front of you. Like I said, it has the scene order, it has the dialogue being shot for the day. So if you're familiar with the, the running order of the day's shooting, then you're going to be in great shape. Because you know what? The director may or may not meet you before you go on the set. I've had the experience of just saying hello and introducing myself to the director. Um, maybe they saw a self-tape or maybe they saw whatever, but they're actually officially meeting you. Might be happening when you're ready to step on the set and start shooting the scene. <laughs> Please remember that they want you, the director, I mean, wants you to be ready, willing, and able. And of course, most of all, pleasant. Now, the shoot itself may kind of seem tedious to you, or it might not, you might not completely understand the logic of the sequence of the shooting order, for example. So the shooting order is based on all kinds of different criteria. Um, one may be as something as simple as the schedule uh, from the previous day. Maybe they've got to shoot something that they didn't get to the day before. 
Maybe the heart, they know this is a difficult scene to shoot. And so they're starting off lightly by shooting some of those perimeter ideas and thoughts of how they want to run the scene. Now, sometimes you just might run the whole scene and then they shoot the whole scene and then they do close ups. They do individual shots if it's a sim- single camera shoot. Um, no, most importantly, that they are deliberate. Um, the reasons for that shooting order are on purpose for why the sequence is what it is. It is not there to simply accommodate you, although maybe you'd like to think that. There are mitigating circumstances many, many times as to why they're shooting you know, the close-up of the hamburger first before they start shooting your scene. Um, you may or may not be privy to that information, just depending upon the atmosphere on the set and whether people have the time to sort of explain why they're doing what they're doing. But please don't come in with an expectation that everything is going to be logically laid out before you. Simply being an observer, taking it all in, I'm sure the logic will kind of reveal itself over time. Because you know what? The master shot is not always the first on the list. So whatever the order is, however it's being shot, it just might not seem logical to you. But that's okay. That's just something to help your observation skills. Plus, it's also a way of you getting more comfortable and familiar with being on set while they're shooting stuff. So all you need to think about is being prepared for whatever is asked of you. Being congenial with everyone is an absolute must for making the experience positive and fun. Because you know this, no one, no one likes um, an unprepared, um, a moody, a, a difficult personality on the set. Sometimes because we're confused, that translates into getting angry or frustrated or anxious. None of those things really need to take place. So, If you use discretion, for example, if there's a legitimate question that you have or a concern, then it's simply a matter of knowing the right person to ask, which is why taking the inventory of all of those workers and feeling like you know what everybody's job is, that's going to help you get to the right person to ask the right question. It could be about props. It could be about the, with the director, if they have a moment, they probably don't. But if they do have a moment, the assistant director might be able to be of help. And if it's an important question at that moment, then the assistant director is going to talk to the director immediately. Sometimes it's really great if the cameraman is setting up the shot and you have a moment to ask what your frame is. And that simply means, okay, where's the camera? What am I, what's being seen in the camera frame? And they may say, well, this is a long shot or no, this is a tight close up. Just that information alone. So being friendly, being open and available and just being pleasant can make a big difference. So let's wrap this up. The key to a genuinely exceptional experience is to approach everyone and everything you encounter with clear eyes and a healthy attitude. Being on a film set is definitely work. Yeah, they're long days. Early morning starts, late into the evening shoots. Absolutely. But you know what? It's also a unique opportunity for you to shine. I hope this has been helpful for you. Please let me know. You can contact me via email. 
uh, castingactorscast at gmail.com. Hey, listen, if you have a self-tape you want me to uh, take a look at and allow me to put on the air to give you a critique on your self-tapes, I'm happy to do that too. Send me an email or send me the file, castingactorscast, all one word, at gmail.com. And don't forget the website, castingactorscast.com. I hope you have a great day. And I look forward to seeing you the next time on Casting Actors Cast. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Casting Actors Cast. Please don't forget to review, like, and share Casting Actors Cast wherever you get your patios, podcast videos. Thanks. I'm Megan Grace Martinez. 